Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Oh, let all the rumor mills work overtime. It is the baseball winter meetings. They are underway in Nashville. Pretty good week to be with us. Gwyn and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station, the home of Padre Baseball 97.3 The Fan, welcoming you to the Monday program. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. You can watch the uh, program, stream it on YouTube, and just uh, search 97.3 The Fan. You can watch us uh, work here or just uh, keep on enjoying the uh, the radio version of today's activities. We've got a lot going on. Uh, Sam Levitt, our pre- and post-game show host for Padre Baseball, is in Nashville. He is covering the winter meeting, so we've got the very latest from him. About an hour from right now, we'll uh, run through uh, some of the rumors. Most of them are not going to happen, but... They're still fun to talk about, and uh, we'll see where the Padres go. They'll want Soto be traded. This is his last week as a San Diego Padre. Most people think so. <gasps> yeah, but uh, we will find out if that comes to pass. Uh, big day in the National Football League. We'll wrap all that up in our good, bad, and ugly. Uh, week number 13 recap. I don't know. Did the 49ers play yesterday, Scraby? I, I, think I, I, I think they did. I think they did. Yeah, he's you know? already just. Bang, bang, yeah. There it is, baby. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's insufferable. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, you guys don't know out there. I mean, it's two minutes into the show, we've already had to put up with him for a half an hour, and it's he's insufferable right now. Listen. Uh, so you know, I, 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 we're in trouble, Tony. I mean, I don't see how we're going to be able to avoid this over the next no. six or seven weeks. The forty. Niners look like a pretty dominant team yesterday. Yeah, it's not it's not day one of dealing with Scravy. It's no. going to be day two, three, yeah. and four. Like I, I'm actually happy for the guy today. <laughs> he's he's well, enjoying himself. He's feeling it. He's feeling it today. And let's be honest: if it wasn't for the 49ers, he would be beyond miserable. Uh huh. Because. Today is day one of his attempt to uh, lose a bunch of weight, and uh, Scraby's got his celery. He looks mm, a lot yes, like I, I looked in June and July. My man's got shaky fingers and right he's now. He's got shaky uh, fingers. He's like he's like seven hours into the diet, <laughs> and he's already going through withdrawals. His, what is this over his here? His body is losing it. My body is losing it. That's um, not good. No, it just needs to get all the old and the bad out. And yeah, well, the bad's going to take a while in. for it to get out of you. 
Got a lot. That's messed up, man. Got a That's lot. Messed up. Got a lot of bad. Wait, I man. got a lot of bad. Is that, that did you just right call there. me fat? No, you just got a lot of bad that's been built up over time, and uh, we got to clean it all out and get you uh, on the straight and narrow. But you know, Scraby's uh, Scraby's beginning the diet, so that's he had a chance word. to be miserable today. But he's not miserable. Instead, he's insufferable. Uh, bang bang, gas. See, uh, all right, I'll, see I'll, what I mean. <laughs> And I know that was a really contentious point with people last year. They hated me for playing hey, that. So I'm I not mad at you today, okay. man. Enjoy right, that. All right. Yeah, you can have it uh, for the next three minutes, and then I don't want to ever hear it again. Uh, no, you know we're going to hear it a lot. We're going to hear it. That's only going to entice him. We're going to we're going to hear it endlessly. Uh, college basketball: the Aztecs and UCSD put on uh, quite a game on a Friday night. Our Aztecs barely survived that one, Tony. But uh, and we will get into plenty of baseball. Don't worry about it. But you got to start with what happened in the college football playoff Yowzers. and how they just absolutely. Yowzers. Stuck it to uh, our friends with the tomahawk chop, the Florida State Seminoles. And uh, under the category of I told you so, there was just no way they were going to ever leave Alabama out of the playoff if they beat Georgia. So I was not even remotely surprised. And I can't say for sure whether they have the best four teams in there or not. Maybe Florida State didn't look very good the other night. They're down to their third-string quarterback. But I think if you go 13-0 and and you beat LSU uh, on the road, which is a team that Alabama had to play, they beat Florida on the road, two SEC teams, they took care of everything else, they won their conference championship undefeated, as their coach said last night, well, what did we play the games for? I mean, what are we even doing? Well, I think, at first, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from all this, right? Is obviously Florida State, they did everything they were supposed to do. But the message it sends is that these games don't matter. No. It, 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 what it means is, is that when we get to the end, no matter what you did during a regular season. We're, we're going to put the SEC ahead of you. We're, we're going to ultimately yeah. uh, not risk upsetting the SEC. We can't risk in this, that. In, in, in this whole scenario. Yeah. Now, listen, in some ways, and you brought this up uh, before we came on the show, maybe the ACC is to partly to blame for it. Because remember, that whole expansion of the playoffs was supposed to, uh, supposed to happen start this, this year. year. But yeah. ACC, this would have been a hell of a year for it. Right. The ACC, although they weren't the only team, only conference that was holding it up, haggling over yeah. different things, they yeah. were one of them. They were one of them. So, so this, the playoff should have started this year, and it's not. And as a result, somebody, ha- somebody had to get left out. I'm not, I'm not blaming the committee at all. What I'm blaming is the stupidity of college football in general. And this is the way it has always been my entire life. This isn't this isn't something new. They used to sit around at the end of the season and teams didn't even play each other and just make a haphazard vote as to who was number one. And on three days after the Rose Bowl, that team would be crowned national champion. Yeah. And I, I, I know for a fact Penn State went undefeated two or three times and never won the national championship. And this is going back some years before the BCS, before the playoffs. But they used to just vote you. USC had an undefeated season one year, capped off by a Rose Bowl win, and they didn't get the vote. They gave it to LSU or Auburn or somebody else different. It's... 
It's been like this forever. College football is a completely, totally, utterly flawed sport, and that's why it's difficult to get behind it just in general. I mean, the only reason we talk about it is because the way they decide it is so stupid. <laughs> that's the only reason we talk college football. Yeah. No one's talking about the fact that Alabama and Georgia played a hell of a fun game to watch. They did. Nobody's talking about Michigan and Ohio State playing a great game last week, which eliminated Ohio State, put Michigan through. Nobody's talking about Washington beating Washington Oregon. beating yeah. Oregon for the second time. I mean, has anyone even mentioned the games that were actually played this weekend? No. 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 We're only talking about these 20 people who sat around and had an impossible task, which was... Out of five very deserving teams, select four. <laughs> There's no way they could win. No. There was no possible way they could get it right. I'm not even, and you know me, the, the Alabama. The knee-jerk reaction is to be mad at the committee right. on this, right? You're going to rip them, but don't rip them. They're just doing what they had to do. And, you know, Florida State lost their starting quarterback. So on the eye test, they don't look anywhere near as good as they were earlier in the season. That's what the committee is hiding behind. That is what they are counting on. That was the bill of goods they were trying to sell us and hoping that we would accept it. It was built in already, too. Yes, it was was... built in for them. Right. And so they can say, well, you know, we have it at the bottom of the uh, instructions here. Right, in the very small print. Very small print, but if there's an injury to a key player, we can can use that in terms of... But you knew... Tony, that even if the starting quarterback of Florida State was healthy, then either them or Texas would have been left out. They were not going to leave Alabama out. You you said it. No chance ever. You said it on Wednesday, and you said it very bluntly. There's just no shot they're going to leave Alabama. You didn't say SEC. You said Alabama out of this, right? If they beat Georgia. If they beat Georgia. Right. They beat Georgia. And I don't care if Florida State would have won 62 to yeah. nothing. No, they still, they, wouldn't have had, they still would have had an injured quarterback. Right, and they would have been able to find a Even way. Even if the third-string guy threw for 450 yards. 100%. Yeah. 100%. No, nah, it's, it's such a flawed system. It's really difficult to gear back up a month from now and watch the semifinals knowing what a crappy way it is that they decide they're champion. And it has always been this way. It just so happened that this year was more controversial than most. It's, that's it's covered on all so. ends, right? I mean, if Michigan goes out and punches Alabama in the mouth, they can easily say, well, that was the one versus four. Sure, so they it were was, supposed to. It was supposed to. Now, if Alabama goes in, they look like oh, yeah. geniuses, we told right? So. We, this is why they're it. So, most people think Alabama's going to win the whole thing because we know Michigan's going to choke. I mean, they choked last year against TCU. Uh, I don't really I don't really care one way or another how it turns out at this point. It's a ridiculous system. It also it also affected the Holiday Bowl on a small that? on a small level, but Florida State Not on a small level for the Holiday Bowl. Right, not a, not <laughs> you're right, Tony. Good point. Florida State was supposed to be in the championship as a result Louisville was going to go to the Gator Bowl, but when Florida State got skipped over, they were into the Gator Bowl and that left um either Clemson or well, not the Gator Bowl, whatever the next one is. There's right. so many. I, I the Gasparilla. Maybe that one. Thank you, Scraby. But my point is the Gator Bowl was going to take 
Louisville and the Holiday Bowl was going to get Clemson. All of a sudden, the Gator Bowl had their choice. And so they took Clemson and left the Holiday Bowl with Louisville. And the Holiday Bowl put a happy face on and said, we are <laughs> ecstatic to have, to have Louisville <laughs> taken on USC. But the only reason that happened is because Florida State got hosed out of the national championship thing. So right. I got a submission real quick on the stream about this topic. And it's from Danny and Chula Vista. He said, what, can, what I don't understand is why release the top four every week? It makes the committee look bad. FSU was ranked fourth. They win their conference championship but fall two spots it's stupid <laughs> fsu got hosed this, this is the the problem with the not only the preseason poll right but all of it ultimately yeah. and now listen they have to release something right they got to keep everybody engaged they try if they just showed waited. up at the end and said here's who's in <laughs> yeah. i think people would they'd have all kinds but that's of really what they did that's really what they did. Ultimately, they, because everything that happened, everything that happened before the last week was was not even considered. Yeah, basically, I mean, you know, Alabama. I'm gonna, I'm going to give you a couple of their results this year. At South Florida, a middle of the pack AAC team, they won by two touchdowns. They had to score late to win by two touchdowns. Uh, at home against Arkansas, one of the last place teams in the SEC, they beat them at home by only three. At Auburn, they needed a miracle Miracle. to win that game by three. They also lost at home by 10 points in the game to Texas. But you won't find too many people that are going to argue Alabama shouldn't be in. Nope, you're not. You're you're, going to find very few, actually. Yeah, Yeah. so anyway, that's the uh, absurdity of college football. Um, All right, we are underway. Uh, we've got, uh, like I said, Sammy Levitt's going to give us a up-to-the-minute report from the winter meetings. You haven't missed anything as far as what's going on today uh, in Nashville. Uh, Mookie Betts is going to play second base for the Dodgers. That is a uh, report that has come out. The Milwaukee Brewers are bringing back left-handed pitcher Wade Miley, who must have a really lousy agent because <laughs> he's only getting $8.5 million. <laughs> And this guy actually had a three one four ERA. Yeah. Somebody explain to me how people with ERAs of five, a la Kenta Maeda and Kyle Gibson and Lance Lynn are getting twelve million and Wade Miley's only getting eight. Uh ERAs don't matter. <laughs> well, what matters? <laughs> I don't know. That's all I can come up with. On yeah, that. I, I know. I, I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, I, I don't get that. The Braves are getting a Jared Kalenic. Kalenic? Kelnick. 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 He was on my yeah, that's right. Kelnick. I, I knew you him. knew that because I knew you'd been on your team. Yeah. He was uh, he's good coming there for to a second. He's coming to the Braves uh, in exchange for a bunch of guys you haven't heard for from going to the Mariners. The Mariners are dumping salary right and left right now. They already traded a Eugenio Suarez earlier this winter to the Arizona Diamondbacks. So. I believe they also moved on from their left fielder, maybe in preparation for something. Who's Ooh. that? I don't remember the name. But Wait, what team? Uh, the Mariners. The Mariners. Mariners. Kelnick's or the left fielder, I thought. Yeah, so Juan Soto? Oh, he's a left fielder? Oh, you're I thinking mean, that on. he's going to go to the Mariners they who are dumping moved. salary? They're dumping all this salary. Yeah, to get ready for the big dog. No. For the big you fish. You know what's crazy? As Scraby just said, the big dog, I had this flash come over my, my, my brain there. <laughs> Of him being right about this and this, how much we'd have to deal with that after the whole Bob Melvin situation. I was going to say. And him somehow 
Getting that catching, right. catching another blind acorn. <laughs> maybe they're not blind, Chris. Maybe they're just because blind. I am smart. See, if Chris was here, I would have used acorn the other day. I yes, you would. Have. <laughs> not, a, not a nut. Not a nut. All, all right, right, all that yeah. coming up. Uh, we'll recap what happened with the Aztecs. Like I said, Friday night, a thriller against UCSD. The NFL week will re- be recapped at the bottom of this hour. We have the Daily Gambit. We have the Big Five. We have Chris versus the fans. It's all ahead of Monday Night Football. Bengals-Jags. It would have been a good game until Joe Burrow got hurt. But we will have it for you nonetheless after our program ends at 4.30. Until then, sit back, relax, enjoy. Gwen and Chris on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome into Gwen and Chris. This hour is brought to you by Belmont Park's Winter Wonder. It's time for Winter Wonder at Belmont Park. Music every Saturday, 1 to 4. Carols every Sunday from 1 to 4. Every Saturday and Sunday from 4 to 7. Buddy the Elf will be wow. twisting balloons or see Winter Fairy at the Poinsettia Princesses. Uh, Buddy the Elf. Buddy oh, the Elf. Of course. Yeah. You, yeah. you, 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 met you don't know who that is? Is that from Elf? Yes. That's, that's Will Ferrell. Okay. <laughs> Join us So now. Will Ferrell's going to be there. Well, I don't, I Somebody say, pretending I, yeah, to be I didn't Will say Ferrell. Will Ferrell no, would be uh, there. No. But I said Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf will be gotcha. there. Gotcha. Join us now at <laughs> Belmore Park's Winter Wonder. Also, stay tuned and listen to Hear Your Name Called at 415 in our biggest fan contest for your chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite with friends, family, and of course us Wonderful hosts here at 97.3, the fan, the biggest fan contest presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at SealsLAX.com. Padres uh, are in, seem to be in the mix for a lot of things right now. Obviously, the Juan Soto um, possible trade uh, is, is something that um, it seems like is is 
It's getting gonna a lot happen. of attention. It, it does. I mean, it sounded like it was on like the ten yard line last last week, but yes, we're but still I told on... you the Jets had the ball, <laughs> so it was moving. It's... It was moving at a glacier like pace toward the goal line. They've been stuffed a little bit, is yes. what it sounds like. Slowed down. So not only is the Juan Soto um, news kind of circulating or possible news circulating, but now, according to Kevin Ac, the Padres have inquired about uh, Mr. Corbin Burns. Yeah, the sounds like Bruce. they're not cutting that much payroll. I mean, you're not going to get Corbin Burns for anything under $20 million, are you? Well, he is, well, yes, because he's this is last year of arbitration, so he's not a free agent, per se. Oh, I see. But, uh, but eventually, it's still going to be a, a high price for one year that you have, right? Yeah. I uh, mean, he's he would be a great replacement for a Blake Snell. His arbitration uh, estimate is $14.1 million. Which is a steal for what pitchers are getting right now. He's getting what? Wait, how much? Fourteen point one. Yeah, he's getting. <laughs> that's like only. He's only getting a little more than Kyle Gibson. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I can see. But but why would the Brewers? Because it's his last year. Maybe yes. you can they, rent they, it, they, but you're going to rent him for a year and then have to pay him uh, through the roof to keep him. Brewers may already have made that decision that they won't be keeping him. Maybe and, they have. And you know, they're yeah. not afraid to move him. I mean, they moved Hayter right in the middle of the season. And they, when they let were, uh, Woodruff go yeah, already. They, yeah, so, I mean. Brewers are uh, reshuffling the deck over there. It, it does sound like, according to Kevin A.C. San Diego Padres, said looking to add pitching um, is one of the top priorities, obviously, for the offseason and with Nick Martinez, Michael Walker, Seth Lugo. Nick Martinez signed a deal over the weekend. So, yeah, he's gone. Uh, what did you think about that? Because I thought, I thought the Padres should have paid him that money. I kind of feel the same way. Okay. But, well, they, they basically didn't get Nick Martinez over $3 million, right. basically, because they right. would have got it paid well, $13 million to $16 million. Right. So if they would have gone up to sixteen, they could have had him, but they didn't want it. So I mean, so that's their, and listen, their call. Th- listen, we don't know how this is all going to end up. So maybe it turns out that it was the right move. But just as we sit here today, I, I like Nick Martinez in that rotation. So you, you're gonna, he's gone. Michael Walker, Seth Lugo, obviously Blake Snell seems like he's headed for a payday over two hundred million dollars. I don't think that's something that um, would fit. But again, we don't know exactly where the Padres is at. The fact that they're looking in at Corbin Burns. May gives you some indication that it, the number may not be 200 as it was reported in terms of the team's salary. It doesn't surprise me in a lot of ways that they're looking at Corbin Burns. In some ways it does because we keep hearing they're going to reduce salary, which means they're not going to get high-priced, big-name players. But one thing that we have discovered about A.J. Preller, at least the only, maybe the only thing that I've kind of figured out about A.J. Preller he likes shiny things. <laughs> we and all court, like shiny well, things. Well, we, yes, we do. But you know what I mean? He goes out of his way to get, you know, stuff that's going to grab your attention. Corbin Burns is a Cy Young Award winner. I mean, he's going to lose a Cy Young Award winner in Blake Snow. He'd like to get one in return. I mean, that's, you know, I, I, I like that about A.J. Preller. You shoot for the moon. If you miss, you might still hit a star, as they say. I do like that as well. Um, AJ was actually on high heat this morning with Mad Dog, and it's it's fun hearing a- or Mad Dog ask his questions to AJ, but payroll specifically came up, and this is what he said. Is the passing of, uh, of Mr. Sider have something to do with the $50 million? It sounds like you might have to uh, cut from the payroll. Is there a connection here? I need to know about AJ, or it's independent? Let me hear no, I mean, I think uh, for Peter, he, he viewed the Padres as, you know, something that was for, you know, for his family, for his family that's going to be part of 
you know, generational ownership and everything that we've tried to do from uh, the last few years in terms of building, you know, excitement, the fan base, our team, our payroll. Uh, I think everybody's on board in San Diego. It's understanding this is, you know, this is this is something that year after year we're going to have a very competitive team, talented roster, and you know, payroll that's going to support that. And uh, you know, I think from that standpoint, you know, moving forward, we're we're, we're you know we're we're in the same place that we've been here for over the last five years. I love how AJ just kind of calms Chris Russo down. <laughs> he does. Hey, AJ! <laughs> are you going to... Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, Chris, <laughs> I got to tell you. You got to have no choice but to be calm after yeah. hearing AJ. You know what he said that really piqued my interest is that he said the Seidler family is, is planning on this being a generational thing that they passed down yeah, through that, their family. Th- that's something that was very important to Peter. Uh before he passed so i imagine you know a, a man like that's not going to leave that bow untied he's going to make sure that that's something in it. and if that's the case it it means stability uh for the padres which honestly is like one of your best weapons you can have yeah, in any so. sport is is stability and knowing who's going to be in charge you know and and that they're going to be in charge for a little bit so uh that's a good thing but you know as typical with aj you really don't get much information in in the long answer that that was given so uh but that's to be expected he, yeah. he's not one to show his no he's not going to tell us anything. at all and he doesn't care how crazy it sounds <laughs> and i he, like chris russo's question is there anything that i need to know about <laughs> not really no nothing you need to know about chris that's probably what went across aj's head <laughs> yeah. as he was listening to the question yeah. what no. No, there's nothing that you need to know nothing about. Nothing you need to know about. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how that goes. I think these next one, two, three days could be pretty explosive. And not necessarily for just the Padres, but um, for some of the teams in their division. Yeah, um, I mean, this is not – it's kind of funny because from our angle, this is the Padres winter meetings. Right, right. It's just not. There's no. 30 teams at the – well, maybe 29. The Rockies aren't doing anything. No, we, they but, know, They have announced that. Yeah, they did sign Cal Quantrill, remember. I do recall yes, that they're, yes. done, they're done for the offseason. <laughs> but, yeah, there, yeah, there's probably five or six teams like that that you can just take out of the mix. But, I mean, the Giants are going to be busy. You know that. Uh, Arizona wants to add to a championship team. Philadelphia is always doing something. The Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Angels, the more money than anybody. They're going to be doing things. So that's, that's going to go be along crazy. with the Padres. Yeah, right. it's going to be fun. I mean, the Padres are right there. I mean, I think we all look at it in a vacuum from, all right, what are the Padres going to do? How are they going to do what they need to do? They have to do that while navigating – what everybody else is thinking. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. not that simple sometimes. No, we we will this over the course of the week we'll have uh different voices on uh the show to talk a little bit about the winter meetings tomorrow. John Morosi will join us. We'll uh break down hopefully he has some news to report to us by the time he gets on there. Uh certainly uh he, he's one of the voices that will be prominent over here in the next week. All right. Let's get to break. The Niners took care of business last night. The question is, where did they end up on GBU? You have to find out. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It was actually kind of blowout weekend in the National Football League. Week 13 is going to wrap up tonight with uh, Monday Night Football. We'll have it for you, Bengals and Jags. I believe, I'm not sure of this, Scraby. I believe if the Jaguars win tonight, they take over the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. I think I did hear that, too. If they lose, then that spot would uh, currently belong to... Yes, that's right. The Dolphins. Bang, bang, Dolphin gang? Bang, bang, Dolphin gang. Uh, Bang, uh, bang. It doesn't doesn't have the same ring. Not quite. Not quite. But it's actually better than bang, bang, 49er gang. (laughs) Or it's, Niner it, Gang. Or, it, for the millionth time, it's Bang Bang Niner Gang. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not going to commit that to memory. <laughs> I have no desire to All do right, so. fair enough. I'm fair not enough. going to commit that to memory. <laughs> no desire to do so. We do have to wrap up week number 13 of the NFL. Still ahead, Sam Levitt, our Padre uh, pre- and post-game show host, joining us live from Nashville, Tennessee. Good for Sam. With the latest on the baseball winter meetings. Nash- uh, Nashville's a fun city to visit, yeah. for sure. Got to spend some nice uh, quality time with Sam Saturday night at yeah. the holiday Christmas party. Where, uh, how do you have I just want to let you know, Tony? Sam Sam and I and Braden, <laughs> we all stuck at our table, you know, with our group, our our guys and Maddie and some of the people like that. Scravey went and hung out with the morning show people. Ah, I was at the cool table. Come on. Oh, the cool table. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look, all of us are at one table. You go try to, you know, smooch up to the morning show. What's going on here? What is going on here? So I was starving. Real quick, because Scravey tried to call me out. I did. I said, said, Tony, did you have fun? I was driving (laughs) uh, back and forth to Norco over the last four days. No kidding, man. This guy, and he got footage of of his daughter Leighton scoring the winning goal. Wow! In a soccer match, That's what uh, what particular match? It was an amazing <laughs> shot, too, <laughs> Tony. If I'm not mistaken, your your camera work was, it was okay. It, listen, listen, but I, it looked to me like she shot it from about 30 yards away, over the head of the goalie, right into the back of the net. It, it was Is that deep. what happened? That's exactly what happened. My goodness, First, I wasn't expecting it. Way it was to go, a, there was a corner kick that. You know, didn't go right. Right. Because that's what I was filming, just in case something happened. Case and then, of, okay. So as I'm filming, I see this the streak kind of go come flying across the screen, and I, and I kind of focus in. I was like, oh, that's late. All right. So I just kind of kept it there. And, I, you know, I've watched her play well, enough to know, okay, she's getting ready to try to shoot this. Yeah. And so, you she know. She was so what far I, out. What I didn't want was the, like, knee-jerk kind of pull. Okay. And, and where I kind of, but as a result of that, I kind of started a little early, and so you don't really get to see her actually mm-hmm. put her foot to the ball. But I got the whole travel of the I ball. I was able to re- see the result Perfectly. of it. Yeah, the ball going in the back of the net from way out. Congrats, yeah. Leighton. Yeah, well no, she, done. She had a, she had a, their whole team had a terrific tournament. So. Awesome. There's the man who put the holiday party together yes. coming into our studio. He is the man. J.R. Rogers. Oh, what he, a he's, star he he's is. He's delivering something that only the people at the party got. Well, <laughs> Tony You thought I too. wasn't going to get one, I, didn't you? I was like, this is the benefit you, to come into the party. <laughs> Thank you, Jr. It was a great night. Great work, Jr. This, this is the, the 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 producer of the party, right? This yeah, is the one the, the, the producer, the owner, the, the executor. He did it all. 
Put it together. You did a great job. (laughs) (laughs) He said he didn't get ribeye tacos, which is what Tony loves. That's an inside joke. Jr. went with us to that year. We went to Vegas, and him and I. Found you some, guys were the rib found taco some ribeye tacos, and we talk about it pretty much every time we see each other. So. <laughs> they were so good. <laughs> <laughs> they were taste them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they sound good. Thanks, JR, for a great party the other night. Of course, but why Scraby was sitting at the morning show table again? again is it was me. the cool table. <laughs> no, I'd like to know. I'd like to know why you. Here's you what happened. You did. You did. You did. You did. Star guy. Here's what Our happened. Own guys, you left me hanging with Sam. I mean, I, we had a great time. We didn't miss you at all. Chris, so. I didn't want to be missed. <laughs> all right. Chris, Chris showed up maybe like 45 minutes late, so I was 45 there. 45 minutes late? Now I was there. Now, no he's, now he's dry there. snitching on you it right was, now. It's like not me. It was like, uh, it was like drinks in that from 6 to 7, dinner was yes, from 7 to 8.30. which means you show up anytime between 6 and 7. That's so we showed up at 645. Hey, so that, nothing wrong with that. Okay. He's within the, the parameters. Well, so here, here it time. goes. I, the food was ready. No one was going for the food, so I said, I'm going to go for the food. Yeah, there's an upset. Just like that, too. I said, hey, 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 I'm going to go for the food. Wait, wait, wait. This was what day? Saturday night. Uh, when did you start your diet? Today. today. Oh, today, today is, is the first day. I had day. to load, so... Oh, so they, you get a, a he was day food of loading? loading on Saturday and 4, Sunday. Cal- you get four, two days yeah. of food loading. Yeah. It's the best part of the diet. Last night, I wanted to just fall asleep because <laughs> I was so full but so I walk in and Adam's at the back table and so I was like oh that's the 973 table I'm gonna sit with Adam so I go sit down next to Adam and then Ben and, uh, and his wife came over and then Paul and his wife came over and then uh, Ben and his wife came over and then it was just us and then I look at Chris and Chris is still in line for food and I'm like oh no Adam was with his favorite sons He's not with his. Fi- I know. I was there. I was there, Tony. I was there. I'll just give you a hard time, I know, Adam. I know. Chris is, I think, upset. I thought about this. <laughs> upset. I thought about this on the drive home. Like it's a highlight of my was that night. Rude? The fact that I didn't that have I, to eat with you. That I didn't like at least go sit down and say hi to Chris for like. 30 seconds. Didn't you didn't even me. go say hi? No, I know I said hi. in the morning show, guys. Wow. No, I said hi. We had, you a, changed, trivia, we had a trivia contest, uh, and you would think that I would have won, but I did not. It was Our table was not... Uh, did not do well on this, but Scraby's table cheated and won. We did not cheat. We had Ben Higgins, which is a human Christmas almanac, apparently. Oh, they were all Christmas questions, and Ben was And really there were there was too many Scraby, of them. Scraby, you changed, man. You didn't even go say hi to your 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 everyday radio partner. You know, I felt, I felt good at my table, wow. so wow. I just stayed. See this, sorry, ladies Chris. and gentlemen. So next time you roll up to Chris or myself and like, hey, you got to give Scraby a break, man. You guys yeah, are just too Yeah, this is the kind of stuff we deal with this all the time. This guy is, he's, this is, this is who he is. Yeah, be nicer to Scraby. Would you Why? want to sit with you? Why should we be nice to Scraby? Why? <laughs> give us should. a reason. And you know what? I have to say, Adam did more schmoozing with you and Brayton than I did. Adam came and he, you know, he you looks know at me. Shout out to Adam for coming over to he, Chris's he table and He looked at me at the table acknowledging him. and he said, hey, I got to go over and say hi to them because this is not fair. And he at did. that point, you thought to yourself, I I'm was not like, going anywhere. Oh, I was going to go say hi too, but now that you're going to say hi, you're covering me. So thank you. Just tell them hi over there. You cold blooded cat, man. Cold blooded. Yes, yes, he is. All right, let's get out of this and get into uh, something else I'm not really looking forward to. A recap of week 13 of the National Football. The reason I'm not looking forward to it is because we start with the good, and uh, you, you can't ignore what the 49ers did yesterday. No. Whether you want to or not, they were uh, six straight drives, they scored touchdowns. I mean, that's. 
pretty unheard of in almost any NFL game, especially against the defending NFC champs on their field. But uh, I think after what we saw yesterday, Debo and the Niners are the super team to beat. First and 10 Niners in the Philly 48. Purdy looks left, now middle throws, caught. Broken tackle by Debo Samuel, runs for a first down 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! San Francisco! What an absolute beast, Debo Samuel! Bang, bang, Niner guy. Let's go! <laughs> Great. All right, on to the Miami Dolphins. Wait, real quick, real quick yeah. about that game. Uh-huh. In all seriousness, he said, "And on to the Miami <laughs> Dolphins." Tried to get there. I think this might be the best thing that happens to the Eagles. I always feel like good teams, when they get, I mean, beat up and like abused the way that the Eagles did, right? You start to address those deficiencies. For they've the had rest some of the deficiencies year. on All defense year. for a few weeks. For, yeah, and, and they've been lucky to to get away with some I of those. I said last week they've been a bit of a lucky team. The it, Chiefs game, the guy dropped the pass. Cowboy game, they had a couple of calls go their way. They've had a few of these things happen. I, I think if Nick Sirianni is the coach, that I, I think we think he is, he's going to use this to address those issues and, and really motivate his guys because the Niners – Talk have been talking ever since they lost that uh, NFC Championship game. That. And worried. all they did was go in there and back up every word that has been said. And so the, the thing that the Eagles can hang their hat on is that that's a regular season game. All that matters is getting to the postseason and doing it then. But right now, the Eagles have, or excuse me, the 49ers have every edge that you can think of. The one edge we thought going into that game was the Eagles was Jalen Hurts. And my boy, uh, your Purdy boy, played, Brock Purdy, oh, he did. played outstanding. I will say this now, and then we can move on. Actually, I have two more thoughts, and then we can move on. <laughs> but Brock Purdy proved it to me yesterday. Because yeah, we didn't did. get this. We didn't okay, get to see. A month see- ago, you had totally given up on him. You're <laughs> I didn't such say a that. Fan. I did not oh, say I gave up God, on him. You gave what him. I'm saying after those three games that he threw all those fourth quarter picks, the Bengal game, the Browns game, he can't get the job done against good teams. Nah, it's exactly what you he said. Can. What was really fun to see was something that we didn't get to see last year, which him playing in a huge game, and I think he came out. He's going to be so much better for this. All and the, right. the team is going to rally around Brock Purdy and all that. We're going to talk about the incident with Dom, the security guard, during the Big Five at 340. Because that was also very crazy. All right, can very we get crazy. on to the rest of the NFL now? Or is can there we just, just talk about Kyle Shanahan for a second and how great he I'm just kidding. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Chris. No, you know what? Let's just go through the box score of the 49er game. Oh, okay. Seriously, why do the rest of this? There is no other football. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else matters. Move on. It's time. I think we should do Miami at least. Miami looked yeah. pretty good as well yesterday, although not against as good of an opponent. Uh, Tyreek Hill. I know they're now they're now saying Brock Purdy for MVP or not Christian McCaffrey all. for MVP. Tyreek Hill is going to have something to say about that. He's been that. doing it all, actually all year, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he looked uh, rather fast yesterday against <laughs> the Commanders. Back to throw to a looking. Throws it deep for Tyreek. He's got him! And Tyreek is gone! Nobody's going to catch him! 10-5! Touchdown, Miami! Beat him again down the sideline. How many times have we seen it? And it never gets old. Well, we've seen it, I think, 13 times this year, which is how many touchdowns he has. I mean, the guy always is behind the defense. 
The catch he made on his second touchdown was a thing of absolute beauty, Tony. Looking over his left shoulder, and then the ball was over his Snapping right. his head over. Flipping all the way around, catching it over his right shoulder. So unreal. So often you see an athlete, especially in football, as opposed to just turning his head to the other shoulder, they'll try to turn their whole body right. to the inside. That's elite hand-eye coordination unreal to be able to get do. your head from your left shoulder, swing it over to your right, and still be able to, to lock the ball in. That's 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 elite. That's a sweet play. Uh, Miami blows out Washington 45-15. And let's hear it for Gardner Minshew. Doesn't get too mention too many mentions in the good category, but he and the uh, surprising 7 and 5 Colts pulled out the win in overtime at Tennessee. And then the Colts block it. It's blocked, picked up by the Colts. Grant Stewart running the other way with a touchdown for the Colts special teams. A block punt for a score. Picked up by Grant Stewart, who rumbles into the end zone for a touchdown. And the very next punt was also blocked, and today the Tennessee Titans special teams coach was fired. Oh, yes, it's his fault. Uh, that's how it goes. What, it whose fault would it be? Probably the head coach, Mike Vrabel. Head coach. You, you would fire yourself Vrabel, huh? for the special teams guy you getting two punts blocked. This block. is terrible. I'm firing myself. I Sorry, stink. guys. I got to go. I can't get the job done. I don't know. Mike Vrabel, I've never been a fan of his as Why? A what has Mike Vrabel done to I don't you? Know. He is overrated. He gets a lot of praise for a team that's not very good. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. That was the craziest thing said today. No, so far. I'm sure there's, there's, I think there's, it has to do with his New England roots. Scraby's oh, still making me. him pay for that. That doesn't bother me. All right, into the bad either. category we go. we got to get through this. Yes, Dallas over Seattle Thursday night, 41-35. Uh, the game was pretty good. The referees were awful. 19 penalties in that game for 257 yards. You've got to be kidding me. And speaking of bad refereeing, um, I hate to stick up for the Chiefs, but uh, that got, was some yeah. kind of obvious missed pass interference call at the end of this game that helped the Packers hang on and beat Kansas City. Here's the snap to Love. Rushes on. Love waits. Fires. Right side. End zone. Leap and grab. Watson. Whoa. And a sensational Whoa. grab. Back way to the end zone. Yeah, uh, Packers win at 27-19, but the Chiefs should have been on the five-yard line with uh, about a minute to go. Yeah, is, you can't even, you can't that even wasn't argue even, either. There's no argument. Argue the no. Packers couldn't even argue if, that. If a, if a wide receiver is going to catch the ball, is like trying to get his hands up, and you are literally on his back <laughs> yeah. before the ball even gets there, like riding him. Why can oh, you not? He was getting a piggyback. Why can <laughs> you not? Why can you not review pass interference? We've I mean, already it's, done that. Remember? It's, yeah. Well, they got it. They may have to go back that to it. It's the might. biggest deal in all of football. It's a pass interference penalty. Easy. It's worth sixty yards. It's sometimes. the it's the only penalty that can get beyond fifteen. Right. And so it's a it's huge so deal every time. It's a deal. It, it needs to be reviewed. And they need to get somebody who knows how to figure out how to call it right. Uh, in the other bad category, it was the weather that was bad in Pittsburgh. Steelers weren't much better, but after two weather delays, the Arizona Cardinals shocked Pittsburgh. They hand it off. Connor to the left. First down. Connor dies for the end zone. Touchdown! James Connor with two scores in the welcome back party in Pittsburgh. You know, that guy's voice sounds very fresh. Doesn't sound like he's had to yell touchdown very often this year. The wow. Arizona broadcaster. I think that's pretty accurate. Right 24-10, there. Cardinals over the Steelers. Ugly yesterday. 
Even when the uh, Chargers win, it's not pretty. They beat New England 6 nothing in a slugfest. What has happened to the Chargers' offense now? I mean, we know the defense is bad, and I'm sure Brandon Staley's walking around this today is, this is the thinking he's good really defensive good. Week. Oh, yeah, we shut out the Patriots. I got it going now. <laughs> the Patriots have the worst offense in the But league. whatever Easily. happened to Justin Easily. Herbert? Six points? Come on. Um, this game was so bad, I couldn't find either of the field goals for a highlight. Well, there were no highlights <laughs> The game was so game. bad because it was hard to actually watch. watch. Yeah, like, it was bad. Horrible. Yeah, I, Red Zone kind of gets a ding from me because they kept flipping to, to this. Just stay away from it. Stop <laughs> making us watch Don't any of it. Don't make me watch anymore. No. Uh, also, ugly yesterday was a contest between the Falcons and the Jets. The Jets say they are going, thinking about going back to Zach Wilson at quarterback. How about this? And the rumor is Zach Wilson doesn't want to be the starter. And of course, of course, Robin Salah has to come out today and say he wants to, he wants to play. Like this just doesn't sound good at all. No, and it didn't look good yesterday against the Falcons. Play fake by Ritter. Loads throws from Michael Pruitt. He held on. Touchdown, Atlanta. Holy smokes! Yeah, I think that was the only touchdown of the day in the 13-8 <laughs> Atlanta win over the Jets. One more ugly game. Tampa Bay beat Carolina 21-18. Doesn't seem to matter who coaches the 1-11 Panthers. All right, that wraps up week 13. If your team didn't make it into the highlights this week, uh, apologize. Try to get everybody in next week. Next week, there's only two more teams on buys. That's it. Can we, real quick, I, I have a change in programming here on the show real quick. I got to oh, say. Well, Sam Levitt is doing some important things da- at, over in Nashville. I was going to say down in Nashville, but right, it's over right in Nashville. Now. And so he pushed back 20 minutes. So Sam oh, Levitt will be on the show at 320. something good for us. He pushed us back Well, I know that he's minutes. been waiting for an interview with Tom Verducci, and Tom Verducci's on TV right now. So I think that's what Sam's – oh, wait, no, he's not on TV. That's no, Jake that's, Peavy. That's Never not mind. Verducci. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so he's – 3.20, Daily Gambit will be next at 3 o'clock. I wonder uh, what big words Tom's going to use in this interview today that's going to try to <laughs> confuse you. Does he use big words to try to he, confuse you? He, he does sometimes, so we'll, we'll see. Is we'll he see. still with Sports Illustrated? I would think not. I can't imagine he is. <laughs> Who would want to be connected to them anymore? Falling off I know in he's a Fox, major way. Fox Sports and all yeah, that. They're off the charts. No, he is. He's still with Sports Illustrated. Really? Yeah. What does Sports Illustrated even do other than name Dion the they're Sportsman like, of the Year? Oh, they're like, how about that? They're Tony? like the TMZ of, uh, of of sports. Well, Tom Verducci is journalism. making like he's writing journalism. like good articles, I guess, or real articles. But uh, yeah, um, I forgot. What I was just about to say Sam right. Verducci, Verducci pushing pushing the interview back. All right. So basically, Chris after all of that, Chris said um, we'll have the Daily Gambit next. We'll probably hear the Bang Bang Niner Gang song at least 30 more times. No, not that And not we will have name. Sam Levitt live from the baseball winter meetings in Nashville. What was I going to say? <laughs> Aztecs are back in the top 25 How about that? After by, their, the way. A, by the way, after their worst showing of the year, they get back in Easily the Easily their worst game of the year. But uh, Jaden Ladee saved them Friday night at UCSD. Oh, All right. Wait, real quick. Happy birthday, Blake Snell. Hopefully that'll help him come back as a Padre. Oh, yeah. Hit me for the big cake, man. There you go. Happy we have 31st. a cake waiting for Blake. <laughs> Gwen and Chris continues. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 